Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Abundant Truth Broadcast with host Roger Gale Levin. Join us as we stand in defense of the gospel and herald the message of the Christian faith. Stay tuned for today's message. If you were more concerned about enforcing this than the protocol for your auxiliary, it'll go a lot smoother. Because love will cover faults. People that always say, I got to call it like I see it. Love ain't in them. You ain't going to always say it. Because God don't tell all our business. God don't tell on all of us. I just like to say it away. God don't go around telling us everything that you said and thought and did. But if you take it upon yourself to want to go and be the church deserter, that's the office created only by you and only by the devil who is the accuser of the brethren. Saints don't seek to expose one another. They seek to cover and get one another delivered. I'm going to cover you while I give you the word. I'm going to cover you while I tell you that's not right. I'm going to cover you. Everybody don't need to be a partaker of it. You ever notice why when Paul talked about the brother and he said, what I need for you all to do now is to receive him back again so that they won't be overcome with grief because we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. See, because in that case, the whole church was a partaker of the brother's discipline. So then it was going to take the whole church to make him feel at ease and comfortable again among them. See, the reason why God don't show everybody everything, because as many that get seized, it's going to need them to be in place to help restore you. So then that's why he'll show one or two to hide you from the rest of the assembly so that they can get you right and they can only got to worry about what you think. And if you've confirmed them and established them, and then they can come and stand in the house of God. Because the truth is, if we want to go biblical, the only real reason you go to rebuking folks openly is your leaders. It said an elder. It said rebuke openly that the others might fear. All this time, I want to be a leader. I want to be of a disauxiliary. And we understand God is merciful. And only if you push it there, it may have to be done that way. But at the same time, who gets the strongest rebukes are those who are teaching, preaching, and leading. Because people are attached to you. Because if you wrong, whatever group you have authority over is going to be wrong with you. That's why Korah and his whole family and the olds with him got torn up with him in his rebellion. He was the chief speaker, but everybody paid for it. So then we have to have this mindset of if we see things among one another, then, Lord, how do I outreach to that? How do I evangelize that? That's why Paul tells Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. Why? To his congregation. Make full proof of your ministry because they ain't going to want to hear the truth. So you need to take on an evangelistic role among those that have received Christ to make sure they maintain the truth that they've received. And once we understand that, then we'll be ready for that wider field of the world. Because all of us can gather here and we can localize what's going on. 
But then, because our lives are separate and we go to separate places, then we can start responding to the call to the world. And so then we must know and understand. When we, I read to you the scripture in Acts 17 to show you where God is with it. Paul tells them, look, in times past, God winked at what the world was doing. He ain't really just dealt with it. But the moment Jesus Christ showed up, he put a dividing line. The only way you're going to get to me, you got to go through and by Jesus. And he says that God commands every man to repent. And if you're going to outreach to the world, you can't be afraid to use words like sin. You cannot be afraid to use repent, wrong, wicked, evil. Paul said God commands every man to repent. And, the, and a church that will tell you we preach love, part of your love is you tell them to repent. You have no gospel message if there's no sin to repent of. You have no message. And at the beginning of your evangelism, it has to go beyond Come to my church and hear my pastor. Oh, my God, what an indictment on that pastor. If you sat under the pastor and cannot tell them anything, why would they want to come and show up and hear him? They should be able to hear the pastor from you. If he's instructing you in the ways of righteousness, you ought to have a word. We too scared. Scared. That's all it is, is outright. I'm scared and I want to be accepted. I don't want to be called a Jesus freak. I don't want to be called a fanatic. You ain't shame when Jesus want to bless you. You ain't shame when Jesus want to anoint you. You ain't shame when you want him to make a way out of no way. But then you get on, get to the job and say, I'm going to just ask him to come to church. No, 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 no. Scared, and we need to repent for being so scary. We just scared. I don't know what to say. What do you mean you don't know what to say? Didn't you get saved? How did you get saved? You know that, don't you? You know what to say. So the mandate, it begins on the inside. And then it prepares us to go out. Into a world that is perishing. But, it, but to have a mandate, you got to have a message. Can anybody tell me what our message is? Ain't trick questions. I hear Jesus. Jesus Christ and him crucified. It ain't real hard message. Paul said the only thing I knew among you was Jesus Christ and him crucified. And if you want to go there, because we've watered it down for just Sunday school purposes, we forget that for God so loved the world, you got a message, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have every 
everlasting life. For God did not send his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might have life. He that believeth is saved, and he that believeth not is condemned already, because he did not believe on Christ. That's the whole message. God sent Jesus for our sins. And if you believe on him, you're free from sin. You're free from the judgment that's to come. That ain't very hard. But we get out there in the world and want to become theologians, want to become philosophers. That does not mean anything. The only message you got is you need to believe on him. Because they might say, well, I don't believe that Jesus was alive. Well, I really can't help you because you got to believe on him. And I'm not moving from that. I'm not going back to get five books to prove to you who the historical Jesus was. Can't you tell how I live? I know him. Well, that's why we won't say nothing. Because we don't cuss on the job. We show up late on the job. God is so holy, but he can't get me to work on time. God is so righteous, but I'm fudging my time sheets. God is so loving and awesome and righteous, but I cheat on my assignments and lie to the boss and call in when I'm not sick. Yeah, you can't say Jesus now, huh? Thanks for listening to today's message. The Abundant Truth Broadcast is a ministry of Abundant Truth International. For more information, visit us at AbundantlyTruth.net. And remember, the Bible is truth, and it is abundantly true.